excellence in sports entertainment. Pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. It is a TWP Extra. It is the double or nothing reaction video uh, slash podcast. It is Jason. Uh, This was Brian's idea, but he couldn't do it. I wonder if that had something to do with the Celtics making the NBA Finals. you know, the pay-per-view ended about a half an hour ago, and I feel bad for those who were on the East Coast who uh, it ended at 12.45. Now, for me, it ended at 9.45. I know that it's a holiday weekend, and a lot of people don't have to work, but I really feel like if it's going to be a pay-per-view with 14 matches, this really should have been a Saturday show. There was no UFC. There was no game seven to combat with, you know, it came out this week that Tony Khan uh, had a dinner with Dana White and was talking about how WWE booked against the UFC on July 2nd for money in the bank and money in the bank now has moved to uh, Grand Garden Arena and at the MGM, you know, and Tony Khan, man, (laughs) Khan, man, didn't mean it like that. It just, uh, I just wonder, like, dude, you could have done this on a Saturday. Now, I know it's Vegas. And the people that are getting out of there at 10 o'clock in Vegas, you know, you're just getting in the shower to go out on a Saturday, Friday, Saturday, or even Sunday, every night in Vegas. But the pay-per-view itself, 14 matches. And uh, we're going to go uh, over a couple of them. We're not going to get into all of them. We are going to talk about matches that just should have been cut from the podcast or podcast. Uh, the pay-per-view. Now, this podcast is completely as is. No edits, no cuts. Uh, You heard the intro music at the beginning. You're going to hear the outro music at the end. And that is all uh, the production that is going to happen for this podcast. Now, of course, the big story uh, coming into the event was MJF no-showed the fan fest yesterday. And then there was a report that I plane ticket was purchased for him now look i know i i've given sean ross sap a lot of shit on this podcast about spoilers and ruining stories that should have been uh surprises and appearances mainly the cm punk one however um i can't say that he was wrong because i'm sure he did his diligence to find out about that plane ticket but I tweeted, MJF hates meet and greets. There's a picture I did with a, he took, I, I met him on the Jericho cruise. He was a scheduled meet and greet. And the things he did to people, he spit in some dude's coffee. There was a kid that had a title belt and he said, oh, let me see that title belt. And then he threw it across the room. For me, I was wearing a Cody Rhodes shirt and he gave me the finger. Uh, you can go to my socials and check out the picture there at Chewy Lewis 76 on Twitter. And uh, it, it's not a surprise. And to me, it's not a story that he no-showed a meet and greet. The story would have been if he no-showed the pay-per-view. Now, of course, that didn't happen. He did the little airplane movement, you know, when he was in the ring. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but he, he, he was there. 
He did what he was going to do. Most likely, this is what was always going to happen. Warbow was going to kick his ass, I believe, 10 power bombs, and uh, Wardlow is now all elite. Max got stretchered out. Uh, I just got off the phone with, with my friend Doc on the East Coast, and he thought maybe the stretcher was a symbol that we're not going to see him for a while, which, you know what, it makes sense. Take Max off TV for a while. Let the people think, oh, no, is he in trouble for no-showing a meet and greet? You know, it was really funny on Twitter, the, the outrage. People paid their hard-earned money to meet Max, and he just no-showed. Well, uh, the, the people that paid had the option to meet someone else or get a refund. A guy came at me on Twitter because I said, people didn't lose anything. You know, it's this mentality that just because you pay for something you should get it yeah i'm sure there are some very disappointed people that didn't get to meet mjf and get flipped off or made fun of and maybe they get off on that kind of kink but the fact of the matter is you didn't lose anything you got your money back or you got to meet someone else so a guy came at me and then when i said he said well they lost their flight money and their gas money and i'm like bro they were coming for the event on sunday the FanFest was just bonus. And then uh, the guy who had like a cartoon spaceship as his avatar blocked me. <clears throat> I told you, no edits, no cuts. You should check out C4 Energy. Uh, the Skittles brand is my favorite, not an ad. So then we had the Young Bucks and the Hardy. Now, I have to go back and watch this because my mom actually called and my mom's on the East Coast. And that was around eight o'clock her time, you know, right around five o'clock our time. So I didn't get to watch it all, but I love the uh, Elvis inspired super kick party theme. Um, I have no problems with the Hardys winning. Uh, I also would have had no problem with the Young Bucks winning, but I do want to go back and watch that one again. Now, uh, the third match was a match that I feel like could have been cut from the pay-per-view. Uh, I am going to talk about a few of these that, should have just went away. And the first one is Jade Cargill against Anna Jay. Uh, I've talked about her on this podcast before that she can't wrestle in live moments. She's not ready yet. So she needs to be on Rampage because it's pre-recorded most nights. But Jade Cargill did win, which then led to uh, some shenanigans and uh, debuting. Uh, Stokely Hathaway showed up, formerly Malcolm Bivens of NXT. And Athena, formerly Ember Moon. Now, uh, I wish Hathaway is the answer to fixing Jake. Smart Mark Sterling, I'm a fan of his. He wasn't the answer. It just didn't work. Now you put Hathaway with Jade and the other girls. It works, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Stokely Hathaway can do with jade uh and athena ember moon it'll be cool we'll see what happens next i thought it would have been even cooler if uh athena would have joined up with jade and the baddies but i feel like that match should have been cut from the pay-per-view uh my favorite match of the night house of black and death triangle uh everything was perfect about this match but for me i wish it would have just ended regularly no shenanigans no Lights out, no Julia Hart joining the House of Black. 
I get it. It should have been her turning on the varsity blonde during a match. Now we've had teases of it uh, overall, though. It just, eh, to me, it ruined a, a great match. It went from an A plus match that made it an A match. Um, the men's Owen Hart final, Samoa Joe and Adam Cole was awesome. Loved everything about Adam Cole, which kind of, uh, you know, gave away what was going to happen in the women's match. Britt Baker uh, getting played out by by Rich Ward of Fozzie. Ruby Soho getting ranted to play a whole song entrance. It was awesome. I loved every bit of it, and I have no problem with Britt winning. I thought the presentation was a little weird. Um, Martha Hart and her interesting hat. Uh, there was an interesting tweet I saw where uh, where Tony Khan was hugging Martha and the face he made, uh, it looked like he had just jizzed in his pants, which possibly could have happened. Just have to wait. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do a, maybe they'll do some sort of, uh, no, I don't even, I'm not even going there. Not going there. They got, they got title belts. I believe that the word championship was the first time it had been used through the whole tournament. I wonder if that was the plan all along. And apparently the titles uh, for the tournament are modeled after the Stampede Wrestling titles, which is pretty cool. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, if they put Britt and Cole together on TV. They come out with the belts together. Um, I thought maybe a wrestling couple, the wrestlings, would have uh, maybe come out. I thought Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae may have made an appearance, but maybe I'll save that for, uh, for TV this week. Uh, another match that... Couldn't have just gone by the wayside for me. The six-person intergender, uh, Scorpio Scott, Ethan Page, Paige Van Zandt against Sammy, Frankie, and Tay. Um, that was a TV match. Absolute TV match. Another match that could have went away was Kyle O'Reilly, Darby Allen. Um, I don't know if Darby actually hurt when he did that dive that it looked like he hit his head and then his legs flipped over, and then they did it again on the other side. Um and then, you know, Kyle O'Reilly with that jumping knee to what looked like the kidney for the pinfall um, would have been great on TV, not so great in this uh, very long match uh, or uh, pay-per-view event. And the AEW Women's Championship, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deep, for me, it was okay. I would have been all right if it was not on the pay-per-view, but, you know, we can leave it since we got rid of Jade and Anna. Uh, the anarchy in the arena, holy shit, what was all that? That was insane. You know, I loved the music playing while they were, you know, fighting. And then Jericho pulling the ox cord. I mean, how many times we've been in someone's car and they've had shitty music on and you've pulled the ox cord? Jericho did it for uh, the largest crowd. I don't know if you've known. Uh, it was the largest crowd in double or nothing history, 14,000 people. Uh, and I'm sure Tony Shavani is somewhere saying, hey, tell your friends you can still get in on the action. Uh, anyway, a um, lot of blood, a lot of violence. Um, the gasoline spot. <laughs> um, the, the Eddie promo during the buy-in was some pretty heavy shit. And, and uh, if you have not seen it, definitely do your, go, go check that out. Because it was which then led to the gasoline spot. And um, I got to say, Brian Danielson, man, he looked like badass 
I've never considered him looking like a badass, but he looked like a badass. And, you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society coming out in all white, boy band of Jace uh, to emphasize the blood. Uh, then at this point, I believe it was 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. And we did get the AEW Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Jurassic Express, Team Taz, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Now, I assumed it was time for the Express to lose. JR made a comment at the beginning of commentary about uh, what's Christian Cage's role here? And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I, I thought they just gave it away, but that did not happen. Uh, Lucha Express retained in a very good ending. And then, of course, we had the AEW World Championship match, Hangman Page in CM Punk. CM Punk wins. A lot of, I don't want to say botches, but a lot of moments where it looked like there were some knee damage, some knee injuries. Uh, every time someone would jump over the top rope, they would land. You know, Hangman did that moonsault off the top to the outside, came up limping. So um, here we go. We got CM Punk as the heavyweight champion. Is this the beginning of the summer of Punk 3? Are we going to get a heel turn? You know, he was smiling and crying and very emotional after that win on camera. Was it real? I don't know. Was it part of the show? I don't know. We will find out on Wednesday. So uh, I was actually keeping notes early on until Brian said he couldn't do the podcast. I am curious, though, uh, Brian. Jason Tatum. Celtics is wearing a Kobe armband and with the Lakers Celtics rivalry. How are you feeling about that? Um, I just finished watching winning time on HBO with the uh, rookie year, 1980 year for the Lakers where magic Johnson was a rookie. Uh, I know it's not hundred percent factual, but man, it was a good series, a very good series. Um, all right. So my notes, uh, MJF, best of the game, no doubt. Uh, the Bucks and Hardys was a classic from what I could see when I was talking to my mom on the phone. And uh, Death Triangle and House of Black, they tore the house down. Uh, again, matches that I felt could have made the pay-per-view perfect. MJM Wardlow, Bucks and Hardys, House of Black, Death Triangle, the two Owen Hart finals, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb, that's six matches. The Anarchy in the Arena, seven and eight would be the heavyweight title match. So an eight-match card over a three-hour span, even a three-and-a-half-hour span to me is better than one that, in my case, starts at 4.30 with the buy-in. I didn't even talk about that match. And ended at 9.45. It's five hours. My wife came into the house, ran to the store, came back, went with the dog, came back, went, took a bath, came back, and the stuff was still going on. Like, she doesn't really follow wrestling, but she's like, this is going on and on and on and on and on. Um, her reaction for uh, Britt Baker winning the women's Owen Hart tournament was, wow, that's pretty awesome that Britt's makeup stayed on. Maybe we'll... Uh, I have to watch something with her wrestling wise and just tweet her comments. That could be funny. Kind of like that uh, shit. My dad says it was a Twitter account a few years ago, which led to a TV show. I don't know. 
Um, okay, so let us let me know in the comments on social media at that WrestlePod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you are watching this on YouTube, this is not my normal setup. I'm having some studio construction being done right now, so I had to move out to my other room instead of the main room, which I will be back on uh, Friday. Uh, Brian is out, so it'll be me, Joe, and Kevin again. Brett will not be making an appearance. Uh, if you have not seen that, go check out our YouTube channel. Just search that wrestling podcast. Uh, Brett and Kevin talked about the house show they went, WWE live event in Fort Wayne that they went to. So AEW is in Los Angeles uh, on Wednesday for Dynamite and in Ontario, California on Friday for a live rampage, which is cool. Uh, I'm debating whether I'm going to go to Dynamite or not, but uh, if I do, when I talk to you guys on Friday, I will tell you all about it. So Double or Nothing is in the books. We are in the potential time for a CM Punk Summer of Punk 3, and uh, check your local listings for that. I am Jason Marchuka. This has been a TWP Extra. It is the Double or Nothing review on that wrestling podcast. Don't forget to like, rate, share, subscribe, tell your friends. You know, we talked on the past podcast about we're up to 32 subscribers on YouTube, which I know means nothing in the grand scheme of things. But for us, four schmucks that don't even know how to run YouTube, we are very excited for all 32 of you. And if you are listening and you are one of those 32, share it with some of your friends because we definitely want to get to 100 and get to that personalized URL. Have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon, wherever you are. And uh, enjoy wrestling. As Brian says, this is That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. What? 